Hi, everybody. Jason Smith here. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Truth About Social Ads. I'm an agency owner specializing in Facebook and Instagram ads, and I have dedicated my professional life to helping you learn what others won't tell you about Facebook ads. You know, I believe there's so much information that no one is sharing about Facebook ads and how you can fail and win running ads for your business and when it's time to hire an agency. That's why I'm here bringing ideas and information that can help you run successful Facebook and Instagram ads. Hey everybody, how you doing? Thank you for joining us for yet another episode of The Truth About Social Ads. And I know I keep saying this, but I'm super excited to have this guest on today. He's become a great friend, awesome entrepreneur and, uh, and business owner. Uh, and I'm super excited to have Chris Brewer from OMG Commerce on the call today. How you doing, Chris? Jason, I am doing fantastic today. <laughs> I'm I'm glad you're excited to to have me on. It it sounds like you've been like promoing this for a while, so I'm I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I know you're busy, and I know, uh, you know, thanks for taking the time for the little people over here. You know, we uh we appreciate oh, it. You know? <laughs> but anyways, just to introduce Chris. So Chris is the co-founder of OMG Commerce. His company has risen to the level that less than 3% of all Google partner agencies worldwide attain, which is the rank of premier partner. Um, his company delivers online and offline marketing expertise, advice, and education to e-commerce businesses, hence the name OMG Commerce. And he works with brands you know, worldwide. Not only has Chris has a history of building a seven-figure business, in addition to his incredible growth and success with OMG Commerce, his entrepreneurial accomplishments have included an outdoor advertising firm, which I didn't know that, Chris. So maybe we'll get into that today. And a publishing company, which is super cool. And uh, you know, he regularly coaches entrepreneurs and small business leaders on growth, sales, and marketing. Gosh, Chris, I'm super excited to have you on today again. Thank you. Let's get into it. All right. Awesome. Well, you know, there's a few things I want to talk about today. Um, you know, as the audience knows, we're a Facebook agency, and you're probably thinking like, why would we have Chris, you know, on the the podcast today? But Chris is a very high level agency. They do YouTube and Google ads, and I wanted to have him on because you know we kind of wanted to talk some customer relations stuff. We want to talk about some of the misconceptions between Facebook, YouTube, and Google ads because oftentimes we have clients coming to us saying, "Hey, well, you know." Chris over at OMG are getting us awesome results on Google. Like, how come they're not doing that on Facebook? So we're going to touch on things like that. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second, Jason. I thought <laughs> they, I thought they contact me and go, "Hey, hey, Jason's just <laughs> killing it for us with these incredible CPAs. How come we can't get that on our Google ads?" Yeah, well, you know, uh, maybe I'm being a little humble there, but yeah, that probably happens too, right? You know, sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, but we're we're gonna talk about that, and I I want to be completely open and transparent. I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast is to tell you things that no one else is necessarily telling you about hiring and firing clients and the the difference between YouTube, Google, and Facebook. Um, we really want to give 
the audience some super good information about that. So Chris, where do you think we should start? Like, should we start with customers? Should we start with the differences between Google ads? Like, what do you want to tackle first? Well, why don't we start with like, the possibility could be the things that I see happening the most, which is people find our content online about YouTube ads, even even it could be our Amazon stuff as well. They may be running things on Facebook. A lot of times I call them a Facebook first brand where like that's where they started and that's how they've kind of grown their business. And, and, and they're realizing we really need another channel or they have heard about what they can do on YouTube or what others have done on YouTube. So they, they come to us by that channel or by that, that line of, of content and they're yeah. like, you know, ready, mm-hmm. ready to go. But they're, experience is all from Facebook world. And so that may be a good place to start in terms of what's life like in Facebook world versus when you take a trip over the bridge to Google land (laughs) to the dark side, you know, what, yeah. What, um, what can you expect there? You know, we were joking about Willy Wonka earlier. Maybe we can talk about that a little bit, but, um, yeah, that may, that may be a good path to take. Yeah, cool. So, and just to give a little context behind the relationship that Chris and I have. So, you know, on my first episode and subsequent episodes, I've talked a little bit about Ralph at Tier 11. And Ralph at Tier 11 introduced Chris and I. And Chris and I have become friends. You know, we've known each other for a while now. And so, basically, what Chris does, and I do the same thing. So, if, if a client comes to us, signs on with Facebook ads, and we end up onboarding them and all that good stuff. And they ask, or I think they would be a good fit for some YouTube and Google ads. I refer them over to Chris, and Chris does the same thing with us. If if you know there's some Facebook possibility there, like he'll refer them to us. And and there's a reason for that, right, Chris? Like again, these are two separate platforms. Well, three separate platforms. I guess we could talk about. You know, Facebook is awesome um, at throwing an ad in people's newsfeed, a good quality, high quality ad. Uh, we target a certain person. They click over to a website. We love e-commerce. So let's just talk e-commerce here since Chris is an e-commerce brand too. And they see an ad, they click over, they consume the content, hopefully they purchase. And that's the ultimate thing we want them to do. But maybe we can answer that question, Chris, right now is why is it that Spotlight Social doesn't do YouTube and Google ads too? And why doesn't ONG Commerce do Facebook ads? You know, like... Maybe we could also start there and tell the audience, you know, for me, I um and and a little bit of background too on why we're just a Facebook and Instagram ad agency was really simple to me in the beginning. It was I'd rather be really good and an expert in Facebook ads than an all-purpose agency. And if you are an all-purpose agency, awesome. Like that's great. I'm not dissing that or I'm not saying you shouldn't be. But I wanted to concentrate and be really good at one thing. And I saw how big Facebook was. I saw the client potential there. I saw the scaling potential for businesses. So that's where I concentrated. So Chris, maybe tell us a little bit about why you guys only concentrate on YouTube, Google, and some Amazon stuff like, and don't do Facebook. Yeah. So it's very similar to the things that, that you just alluded to. Yeah. We, we started 10 years ago 
as an SEO agency for local businesses, primarily got our start actually helping businesses claim their Google Maps location. That's how we got our start. Crazy. Yeah. And then it evolved into e-commerce. And there was a point in time where we were realizing we had one toe in local land and one toe in national and e-commerce. And we decided we can't be world-class at both local marketing and e-commerce. It splits our team. It, it is hard for someone who's a managing an account to go from local mindset to e-commerce. So we went all in on e-commerce and then we had to say, are are we going to offer all of these things that people are, are wanting? And Mm -hmm. we we had a world-class mindset I would say four or five years before we were world class. But Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if if you aspire to something, you'll eventually reach it. And so that is where we are right now. We believe we are world class on Google ads, world class on Amazon ads. We have two separate teams, not Mm -hmm. not one one specialist that's trying to to work half the day with Amazon and and work evenings with with Google ads. And that's ultimately it. And like you said, I'm sure there are some companies out there that can do all three or offer more things, but it's only because they have top-notch people who haven't maxed out on bandwidth in those particular disciplines. And that's, that's the story for us is we wanted to do something that we could say, this is our standard. And because of that, we're not offering these other services. Yeah, yeah, that's that's I, I totally agree with you there. And and you know, and you, I'm sure you'll agree with me. But you know, Facebook is a very complicated platform, right? That's why I hear every single day, "Oh, Facebook ads don't work." Well, they do work. You just need to know how to harness the power of the platform. Same with you guys, right? Like Google ads, YouTube ads. Like, oh, I'm sure you hear it all the time. Oh, well, it doesn't work. Well have news for you. It does work and it works very well if you know what to do and how to do it. Hence why we're here as agency owners, right? It's people have a need for it. I think it's a little bit different than that. I'd take a little bit different tactic on that because Mm -hmm. there was a time where I heard more of this doesn't work or, or that doesn't work. But I think you'd agree the right client for you, the right client for me, does not come in with that mindset or that attitude. Oh, absolutely. And yep. the the wrong <laughs> clients are the ones who, and I've been on these calls and some of them have been significant size. We saw what yeah. you're doing on YouTube ads. We've tried it before. It didn't work. It sounds <laughs> like you guys know what you're doing. We'd like to try this, but we just need to let you know it's never worked for us before. And we and I've had people say, and we really don't think this is going to work, but we're willing to test you. That's not a good way to start. That's like, that's like um going up to a, a, a girl at a bar, which the, the, you know that I'm <laughs> I, I'm celebrating my 25 year anniversary in seven days as of this recording. So awesome. this is congratulations, strictly an example. <laughs> but yes, it's, like, yeah. it's like you're going up to a girl at a bar and saying, hey. I've had some really bad relationships in the past, but you look really nice. You you <laughs> seem to, to be pretty cool. I was right. thinking maybe we could make a try at this. I, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're going to get kicked somewhere or pushed away or whatever you yeah. know, with that kind of approach. So, yeah, it's just 
that's a personal funny for me when when folks come in with that that kind of attitude and and we've learned to just nicely say no to those folks. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And you know, a, a lot of agency owners can't say no because it's hey, it's another client, another opportunity, right? And um gosh, I, I, I say no quite a bit. Uh, and I know you do too. And uh, it feels pretty good when you can actually turn somebody away and say, no, I don't think this is a good fit. And I totally agree. If you come in with a mindset already thinking negative instead of, hey, Chris, we're spending 30000 a month on ad spend. Can you get us to 100K, 200, 300K? That's what, that's what I love hearing, right? Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll do what it takes, and and I think maybe we should transition into that really quickly is, you know, when clients come to you and maybe we should kind of transition into the whole client thing right now and talking about that world, because it is almost a different world, right? Of, of your business coming in with the right mindset and you don't have to be the biggest company in the world, but like, Hey, this is a long game here, right? It's not, we're going to run Facebook ads or Google ads or whatever ads for 30 days and we'll see how it goes. That's right. and again probably the wrong mindset. Would you agree? Right. And and I completely understand why some come in with that attitude. Some have been mm-hmm. burned by other agencies. Mm-hmm. Some have been burned mm-hmm. by freelancers. So right. there's no level of trust established. So their idea is how much can I put my foot in the water without it getting potentially chewed off by what's lurking beneath that I don't know right now. Yep. But but that's where if you work with the right company, mm-hmm. you're going to hear a tentative tone in their voice when you start going that route. And that's yeah. usually a good sign because yep. you and I talk frequently about yep. clients that have either made it in the door that maybe that red flag was flying, but they were such a nice guy or nice lady right. that we overlooked some of those you know, danger signals um, mm-hmm. that, that sometimes sound like, oh, I'm really good with testing, but <laughs> so usually anything followed by a preposition on a prospect call it is usually a, a red flag. So, yep. but, but that's where I have had medium, smallish, let's say small seven figure clients that are the perfect right kind of client because they understand or they have the ability, for instance, that if they're spending thirty or forty thousand dollars a month on Facebook or more, they know that they're going to have to take a chunk of that away just mm-hmm. for testing on either Google Ads, search shopping, or or YouTube or both. And I mm-hmm. would say that the difference on Google Ads and Facebook, all things being equal, is that if you have a product that is is new that solves a, an immediate need that has a mm-hmm. pretty good video content your landing page is good and the price point is good and there's social proof behind it if you can i think you would agree with this if you know what you're doing on facebook ads you can likely get that dialed in and scaling up fairly quickly whereas Absolutely. clients that don't have the brand proof don't have the social proof they're another latest greatest skincare brand that wants to launch with Facebook ads, that's going to be a long, hard struggle until they do some additional work to to build credibility. On the same way, on the Google ads side, 
that Facebook spend can be critical to their jumping off point with Google because for every $1,000 spent on Facebook, that's going to produce an amount of organic search on Google. Yep, on Google, yeah. Leading to some amount of conversions. Mm-hmm. So when we add ads behind that, video mm-hmm. content ads behind that, that can those things together can be a very powerful force. However, yep. if we get into situations where this is more with YouTube ads, because with YouTube ads, we've got to literally bid. Like if if I ha- get folks on a call and they're saying, hey, yeah, I've got my Facebook ads dialed in at about a $25 CPA. We're pretty good with that. And we want to try to stick with that on YouTube. Well, that client's essentially have to going to have to stomach a 50 to $75 CPA for as much as 30 to 45 days in order yeah. for us to get the ads dialed in. And typically, just for YouTube, for those that are listening, in general, anything under a $50 CPA is a lot longer road and we have to take things a lot more conservatively. The higher yeah. the CPA above 50, there's we can do a lot more aggressive things, but it still means that you may wake up one morning and see three conversions that were $151 CPA and your target's 25. Right. And, and, right. and a client that's not a good fit for us, if they made it through all of our processes, is somebody mm-hmm. firing off an email saying, hey, what's up with $150 CPA yesterday? Yeah. Because likely we were testing something and... And also on that, that's always fun when the previous day they got a bunch of conversions for $17 on a different <laughs> test. And yeah. there is no email yeah. on, on that. So right. um, it's just being being realistic about the objectives. And really, I was actually on Google had something called the Brand Summit today. It was an invitation only Google live stream event where they invited uh, like Fortune 500, 1000 level brands. And they invited some agencies, which we were very happy to get a, awesome. an invitation to that. And one of the cool. things that that Google was talking, well, pro- I'm probably going to put a webinar or some content off of that because it was kind of exclusive and some really cool data of what's been happening Sweet. lately. That'd but be great. The, the thing that was underscored for them was brands that have the long view, at least on yeah. YouTube, are, are winning over and above those that are having the, the shorter term, we we tried one ad set, we tried one video type, it didn't work. So let's go back to what we know on Facebook. And that can go both ways. Yes, absolutely. No, yeah, I totally agree with you. And you got to have the long, the long game mentality. Uh, if you don't, then, you know, you may not want to hire either myself or Chris at that stage. Or if you're open, have an open mind, and you kind of don't thinking you're not thinking long game at the beginning, but we can talk you through that. Then we'd be more than happy to. But <laughs> it can be it can be a pain. Now, yeah. Chris, Let, let's answer a question that I think popped up in listeners' minds right then. We're <laughs> yeah. both talking about the long game. Yeah. In the in the in the client minds or the sellers' minds out there, they're going, "Well, that all sounds good, but mm-hmm. like, how do I know that an agency I'm interviewing?" is actually going to fulfill on that long game promise. Because yep. how long do I wait before I know I, I really went with the wrong team? I think that's a fair discussion to have. So maybe for you, Jason, I'll, I'll flip the podcast mic around. Maybe for it. you, like 
why should someone that comes to Spotlight Social trust you guys that a long game is is the best scenario? Hey, it's Jason here taking a quick break. Thank you so much for listening this far. I really appreciate it. You know, I've put together a great resource for you that can help you understand how to set up full funnel campaigns complete with audiences and what audiences to exclude at every step of the way. This could help you figure out which ads to set up, what audiences to use, and how much budget you should allocate to each campaign. This is probably the most common roadblock I hear from people when setting up ads. You can go to truthaboutsocialads.com to download your copy. Hope you enjoy it. Why should someone that comes to Spotlight Social trust you guys that a long game is is the best scenario? Well, number one, if you're thinking short, your business is going to fail. Number one, right? Like no one wants their business to fail. And if you don't have the long game mentality, then it will fail, right? I mean, you have to plan for stuff, uh, number one. But number two, I can't, I can't make promises and tell you that it's going to be all kosher all the time on Facebook. But if we plan for it, if we say, hey, 30, 60, 90, two years out, this is what we, we, we should be doing, then, you know, those hard times are not quite as hard when you're going through, hey, I didn't have one conversion today, but tomorrow we had 20, right? You, you have to think long-minded in anything. And it's, it's like anything, you know, it's you plan out your week, you plan out your month. I mean, it, you know, I always take that approach to everything is if you don't have a plan or you're not planning something out, you're going to fail, right? And right. doing your marketing on Facebook, Google, I don't care where you're doing your marketing, you have to have some sort of plan. Now, we don't Facebook changes daily, weekly, like there's all this stuff going on, but if we have a plan in place and it doesn't have to be like Okay, my CPAs are going to be $20 today and then 2 months are going to be 10. That's that's not what I'm talking about with a plan. Really the plan should be let's get through the hard times, let's keep scaling, let's, you know, let's have a, a minimal plan in place right now to know that you're going to have hard times, you're going to have great times. And I like talking about the hard times more than the good times because you said it a minute ago. When things are good, you don't get anything from clients, right? Like things are awesome, but that one day where it's like you got a $117 CPA on a conversion, that's when they're like blowing you up and yelling at you. Well, that's part of the plan. That's the long game. It's okay to have those days, you know, every once in a while, but the long game doesn't also have to be, okay, Jason, I want to spend X amount because, you know, spend changes, scaling changes. If anybody scaled a business out, we scaled people out from zero to spending 500,000 a month on Facebook ads. You don't get there by having tough days. You also don't get there by having great days too, right? Like you achieve that by having some sort of plan in place, thinking the long game. When those rough times come along, you just, you know, you man up and you just like keep going, you know? So yeah. I hope hope that answered your question a little bit. 
Yeah, I, I think there's two things that whether you're a, an e-commerce seller, or you're listening, you're in lead gen, whatever, there's two things yep. that I think you should keep in mind. And that is memorializing incremental wins and yep. grace. So yep. the memorializing incremental wins means like for, for my client's example, when he was cheering that $17 CPA the day before and then emailing with a pretty nasty email the next day about <laughs> a higher mm -hmm. CPA in another test case, you're not memorializing that win. Because what our agency essentially did in that process is we proved ourselves. We proved yeah. that we can get a YouTube video to start scaling at a CPA that's at or under what you're looking for. And if yep. you do a knee-jerk reaction when things don't go so well, um, and, and usually folks, you know, we hear a lot of times, well, you know, we're, we're going to give you guys another month. Well, what I always tell folks is like, did you trust us in the beginning? Yes. Yeah. Can you agree that we've made a number of wins along the way that you couldn't have achieved on your own? Yes. So yep. then let me ask you this question. For someone that was in-house on your team sitting in the office next to you, would you walk into their office and say, hey, you know what, Joe? I know all of those early wins you had with the company, but because you've slipped up a little bit lately, I want to let you know you've got another month. Yep. You wouldn't, exactly. you Love wouldn't that. do that. But yet yep. that's what happens with providers all the time. And I'm, I've not quite figured that out. I think what happens a lot of times is really the responsibility of both parties yeah. outside of the COVID era to get together, be face-to-face, -face, go have a meal together, get more than what's an email or a Zoom call behind them. But that's a, another conversation. And then the second yep. part is that grace part. And that's that part of, again, if you've trusted them so far, and they've been upfront with you in both the wins and the losses. They haven't tried to hire the losses from you. They're, yep. they're trying to deal with them. That's where that measured level of grace comes in that no one's looking for frivolous mistakes. But yep. is it a mistake or is it part of the testing plan that you quickly dismissed on a discovery call because you were so excited about what you've heard about Spotlight or OMG. And yeah. so those are those things that really as an entrepreneur, you've got to have gut gut checks on because what's, what's going to happen, and we've seen this happen with other brands, is internally we're like, man, we love this, this brand. We love yeah. this product. This has so much potential. But what's usually the conversation that follows that? Man, I just wish their leadership was different. I just, I yeah. just wish they wouldn't be so self-limiting. I wish they would just right. follow through on those CRO recommendations we've given them. I wish they would just follow through on those video ads that they said they were going to send. And so ultimately what happens as a result of that is you end up on a discussion where, you know, hey, Joe, Sally, it's, um, it's been great. You guys are awesome. You got a great product. We're just not finding this as a fit. And then the client's all saying, yeah, it just hasn't seemed to go the right way. But internally, we we know they're just going to go to the next person and follow the same behaviors, which is very unfortunate. And that's yep. why the brands that we rave about internally, they're the ones that give us a little grace. They understand yep. the long-term view. They're saying, what can we get to you? We'll get it to you by by this time. Let me know if you're not getting what you guys need. That is, mm -hmm. that's the kind of partnership 
that that you're you're looking for and and ultimately seeking. Yep, exactly, exactly. And I, I, I you know, I, uh, I don't like the micromanage type <laughs> of clients. You know, and you touched on that a little bit. You know, yelling at you about bad days and you know whatever. But on the same token, I understand why some business owners get mad when there's you know when things happen, but you know, things happen every day in marketing, in personal life, in, in whatever. And it really tells me a lot about the business owner and the person, how they react to that $117 CPA, right? Like, and, and I'm not trying to pull the tough guy card here too, but sometimes it irks me a little bit when I get yelled at for something. And then seven previous days to that, we were at a 10x return. The one day we're at a, a maybe a, a, a negative return, you yell at me. But like you said, there's no way they could have probably gotten those results in-house and done the things that that we did for them. And uh, sometimes it's a little frustrating, but that's just that's just the way it goes. And yeah, I mean, that's, it is that's why I mean, that's that's part of the business that we're in, and and everybody faces those things all the way around. I think what we're simply trying to do is shine some light on ways to more effectively work with your Facebook agency or your Google ads or your Amazon agency to have more of a true partnership. And, and those, those things that, you know, when, when clients get together in their masterminds, you guys are having conversations about challenges that you've had with your providers. We get that. You guys have your own shop talk. Well, agencies have their own shop talk as well. Yep. And yep. and so these are we're simply shedding some light on the kinds of things that that we we see because are there times when an agency completely pulled the wool over your eyes? Absolutely. Are there times where yeah. there's total incompetence? Absolutely. Um yep. so there's not like a, an ego thing or puffed up chest thing going on here. Nope. It's it's just more about ultimately in this day and age, we're just wanting positive relationships and yep. and having, a, like I said, a little bit of that measured grace through the process that that goes on both that goes on both sides. The yep. the other thing that I was I was thinking about, too. Well, actually, I look like I'm going to watch where time. I'm going to let you go to the next thing. I, I I was watching our time here, so I don't want to go off on another tangent. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's uh, let's uh, continue with your thought. I think those are sometimes those are the best things to do. So go ahead. <clears throat> well, I think just a little bit of a transition, just because we're thinking about somebody who, like you, has really kind of scaled up or had some success on Facebook. When do you know that that Google is a good move for you? And and mm-hmm. one quick tip is to simply. Go into Google search on a clean browser and start typing your brand name. If if your brand name doesn't pop up in suggested search really quickly, that's a sign that you're not yet quite ready for Google. But if you start typing in your brand name and you see your brand name coupon code, your brand name reviews, your brand name product reviews, your brand name this, your brand name that, that Facebook ad spend is creating that search in Google. And then you are absolutely 100% leaving money on the table, even for branded search. And and that's when it's a good idea to take a look at getting into Google ads. And then I would also make sure that if if you're ramping up on Facebook, make sure that you're creating video content that will work for YouTube from day one. Because we get awesome brands 
seven, eight figure brands that come to us and all they have on video content are a bunch of 15 second Facebook and Instagram ads that just are not going to work on YouTube. They don't, even, and, and the formatting is not going to work on, on YouTube. Right. And exactly. And that's where, if you can start thinking about what are some 35 second, 45 second, one minute formats of this video that we can use, because you can even test those on Facebook. You can test those longer yes. formats on Facebook. And then you've got something that you can go to your, your Google ads, or your YouTube agency and say, Hey, we've got this video that really performed well on Facebook. We'd like to see how this would work on YouTube. And, and really, you're going to need two or three different kinds of videos to test in order to, to find some, some scale there. Yeah, absolutely. And so I, and normally I do this at the end, but I think it's fitting to do this right now. Chris, do you have a resource maybe for um, either business owners or agency owners or anybody that they could go to to learn a little bit more about something like that that you guys have that could help somebody out for yeah. YouTube ready type things? You go ahead and, uh, yeah. and let, let the audience know. Yeah. And, and I'll say, if you do this, I'll make sure I email you out. I, I have a, uh, are you ready for YouTube resource kind of coming out pretty soon? That's going to have a checklist of all the things that you need to do to make sure are, are, am I ready to, to roll out on YouTube? What we have right now that I think would be very useful in terms of planning is if you go to our website, omgcommerce.com and you click on resources and then guides, you can put a link in the podcast to this. But you'll see yeah, our YouTube guides there. And we've got a swipe file guide there that's essentially the seven YouTube ad templates that we have found work. You can take those ad templates, seven different types of videos, compare those to the videos you have currently and see how many of those you have and how many of those that you might need to think about creating. There's also a great little interview guide in there on how you can get customer testimonials. Those are two nice little YouTube resources there as well. And then a link we'll probably provide in the podcast notes, because I don't think this one's on our, our new website, is I've got this guide called How to Hire, Fire, and Make the Most of Your Agency Relationships. And that's, a, that's a real winner that goes into a lot more detail on just that whole little bit of more of that concept we've been talking about on today's call. That's great. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And uh, we'll, we'll make sure and have all that in the show notes. And we'll have some links up um, for for the audience if you want to take advantage of that. But but I love what you keep saying too. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted you on the podcast was Facebook works together hand in hand with search, right? With, you know, with everything that that you do, although we're separate agencies, you know, like you said, if you're spending a substantial amount on Facebook, maybe time to talk to Chris and and at OMG Commerce to to see what they can do on YouTube and and Google for you, you know? Uh, and it all it all works together, even though we're we're separate platforms, separate agencies, and things like that. Uh, and that's why I wanted to have you on. Uh, and I think you you said it perfectly when you know your Facebook spend is up. It helps you on search. You know, it helps you in Google. You know, and I'm sure people know this, but there are placements where people are seeing they're going to Google Chrome and they're seeing Facebook ads in there, right? Yeah. So all that correlates with with what you're doing with your marketing, and that's. One of the huge reasons, again, and I'll say it, you know, twenty times, but you know, we we all need to work together on doing this stuff on your marketing, and that's why there are a couple different agencies that are key in it. There should be key in your marketing circle, which is Facebook, you know, YouTube, Google, and uh, man, uh, Chris, I, I appreciate all the knowledge that you dropped on everybody today. 
it's awesome. Awesome to hear you talk yeah. uh, about, you know, everything and people want to uh, get a hold of you directly. You want to um, let them know where they can email you and ask questions or. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's Chris at omgcommerce.com. And then my, my LinkedIn is at Mo Marketer. Or my Twitter's at Mo Marketer. So M-O like Missouri, M-O Marketer. And yeah, they can reach out, be happy to spend some time. And, and I know Jason and I are both the same way. If you come in and, and we know that you're not the right fit, we're still going to spend some time with you. We're still going to give you some yep. advice and we're, and we're going to make yep. sure we refer you to a place that you can trust or, or at least vet out further on your own. Yep, exactly. And Chris, tell everybody about um, the podcast that you guys have too, please, because it's a very successful podcast. Yeah, it's called E-Commerce Evolution. And we've folded that domain into our own website now. So again, if you just go to OMG Commerce and Resources, you'll find our podcast there. It's on iTunes, it's on Spotify, it's on you know Podbean and others. So e-commerce evolution, absolutely. Yeah, sweet. And you know, I and I I think it's important to point out today, and Chris, thank you for that. Listeners, if you want to reach out and really have a, an agency that you can trust, and I think that's you know, a lot of that trust, like we touched on before, is lost in in today's agency world, right? Like we we understand trust can be minimal, but you know, we're pretty good guys, you know, like, you know, trust us, you know, that we're doing the right thing because we are, you know, and we have the the numbers to prove it. But again, like Chris said, like we're gonna get you on a call. We're gonna be honest with you about your brand and everything that that we can do for you as well as what you have going on for your brand. If your website's not as good, we'll tell you, you know, we're not just gonna be like, yeah, come on in, you know? And, and that's why I wanted to have Chris on today was really, you know, I know we kind of went off on things that we don't like, but I do think it's important for business owners and other agencies to hear about these things, because I can tell you right now, Chris, and correct me if I'm wrong, but no one else is talking about what we just talked about. Right. No, I don't think so. You know, yeah, it's, it's something that, I think those that are afraid to talk about it are probably the perpetrators of it. So, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, there you go. And I think one last, one last thing in case we have to edit some out, this is a little bonus, but I think the thing that you're, you're hearing in between the lines here is you want to be looking for a Google ads agency. That's going to play nice with your Facebook agency. You want to be finding yep. Facebook ad agency. That's going to play nice with your Google ads, your Amazon ads agency, because I'm looking at an email on my screen right now that was sent four hours ago. It's a client emailing us. Here's a message from Jenny at blank agency. I want to pass this along. Let us know what assets you need for this blank product. Thanks, Cray. All right. And then the email says, from the agency, I just want to suggest you make sure OMG knows to ramp up any branded search for insert this product. Since we're increasing traffic there, we're seeing about one to five orders converting on Shopify, even for cold traffic. We've got so many sales. Just want to make sure your OMG team is cleaning up the rest. That yep. is an example of how a relationship should work between Facebook ads and Google. And if you're, you're currently not in a situation like that, you are, are missing out on sales. Yep, exactly. And we do the same thing, right, Chris? Like you and I uh, email each other frequently like, hey, yep. how's this company doing and how are they doing? Oh, well, you know, and we talk and we chat about it and we make sure that we're trying to get them the best results on both sides, which is yep. pretty, pretty awesome. 
So great. Um, but we'll, we'll cool. Well, thank you. Thanks again, Chris. I appreciate it. And again, thanks for taking the time out. I know you're busy and you got a lot of other stuff you could be doing right now than, uh, chatting about, um, you know, or to me, I should say on the, on the podcast. So I appreciate it. You have Chris's information. If you want to reach out to him, please do. Awesome guy. Uh, great, great dude. Super awesome friend and great agency. And you can trust them. Believe me, uh, coming from, from someone who hears it every single day that, you know, trust has been lost in the, in the agency battle of trying to find, find a great agency. So Chris, thank you again. And, uh, we'll talk to you soon. It's always great, Jason. Take care. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the truth about social ads. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Please visit our website at truthaboutsocialads.com for show notes and additional episodes. And if you have time, please subscribe to the podcast and please consider rating and reviewing the show if you enjoyed it. That will help other people find us. By the way, I would love to hear from you. Please send me an email at jason at spotlightsocialllc.com with your feedback, questions, or a topic you'd like me to talk about on the show. If you send me a question, maybe I'll read it on the show. See you later. Bye.